time for Mole and Friends Get Random. gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages <laughs> Mullen friends podcast of uh get randomness what the, what the hell is this called now I've, I've been through so many names uh zane's here next to me that's why i got confused this so i guess today's Mullen zane's podcast of rambling randomness and uh we are joining you live from mahoney's irish pub and steakhouse for the mad mike memorial fundraiser uh, my man mike uh was a great guy he was the biggest uh DJ going in the Hudson Valley in my mind. Everybody knows him. Everybody loved him. He did karaoke here at Mahoney's. He's done DJing here everywhere in the Hudson Valley. Uh, if you don't know who Mad Mike is, uh, get out from under your rock. Today is a very special day, though. We are celebrating the life of this man. Uh, I'm going to be playing uh, throughout the day, throughout this podcast, some of his favorite music from the Beatles, uh, the Monkees, and the Beach Boys. And I will be playing some of his classic 40s man moments from our show. Uh, over the past couple years and you'll uh, well uh, apparently you've heard it because that's the only ones that ever got views on our YouTube channel so uh, <laughs> all right everybody so um, I would like to just say thank you Nikki Sombrero for joining us today I would like to say Zane thank you for so making the trek welcome. out to join us today uh, everybody here this is a pretty packed house uh, uh, Stephen uh, was around here somewhere doing the emceeing we're listening to music all night long here there's plenty of raffles and a uh, whole bunch of stuff here. Prizes. God, there's, there's T-shirts and people are looking like they're having fun. Uh, there's food. It's just going to be a good day, man, down here at Mahoney's Irish Pub. So uh, I can't say join us because, you know, you're not going to be able to hear this until after it's recorded now. But, Zane, how are you? I am all right, sir. I'm glad to hear that. It's strange. We're, we're, we're packed here in a corner doing a podcast. That is not live, but that's all right. I'm here with some good people celebrating a great man. You know, it's all for a good cause that uh, somebody was taken from us too soon. Very, very soon. Um, he seemed to have happened uh, overnight, not really, but like a year like it took. And that's went from being healthy to being a memory. Uh, <laughs> but everything that goes down today... <laughs> so, <laughs> today is for a very special cause. We're here to raise money uh, for his daughter Bryce. Uh, anything that she needs growing up, uh, it's 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 a hard thing to lose your father, especially at a young age like that. And uh, it, it, especially one who loved her as much as he did. That was uh, Daddy's little girl. Always, there's pictures everywhere up here on all the screens. Uh, it's a bunch of memories here. Mikey's he's been everywhere. If you, if you if you've ever been to Mahoney's, you've seen Mikey probably at least twice. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he's either DJ music or doing karaoke and making you look like a fool. Because that's what he did, uh, and I love it. Yeah, it's great. So, we are sitting here in, in Mikey's DJ booth, and it's very, um, it, 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 it's kind of uh, uh, heavy on my heart. I got mixed emotions, man. Like, I, I wanted to be looking over here, looking at Mikey doing this because he was originally supposed to be here, you know, to help with, you know, fundraising for himself at that point. But it uh, did not work out that way. And uh, so we are here just enjoying the day, man. I can't really get it. It's, it's bittersweet. That's what it is. It's really bittersweet being here. And uh, I just hope we have, uh, you know, I don't break down and cry by the end of this because I probably will start, start to tear up at some point. That's, that's what I do. So... so Zane, tell me how have you been lately? What have you been up to since you have been on the show last? My friend, you went to Boston on St. Patrick's Day. Tell us your adventure. I went to Cambridge. Wait, I... I but that, that's why you got to do this to me, man? I can hear myself. I don't want to hear myself. <laughs> uh, what is that? There's a duck. 
to have, like, what are they called? The, the yeah, things. Beer. The spigot, the beer spigot. No, that's, that's Goose Island. Goose Island? Sorry, I, I get I get distracted by cool taps on. We were talking other people. about your St. Patrick's Day experience. Oh, was I? Oh, it was pretty fun. I drove to Boston to to go into a tiny little basement. Um, it was about a quarter, probably about half the size of this place, 500 square feet, maybe a little more, packed with probably about eight or nine hundred people. Yeah. You know, to listen to some dirty, filthy bass music on St. Patrick's Day. Because <laughs> these are the things that I subject myself to for fun. All in the name of a good time. And the music was okay. Was it great? No. But it was all right. A couple weeks before then, I, did, I drove to Columbus, Ohio to do the same thing. Yes. That was much better. Was it? Yes. How was that? It was very good. What show did you see? I saw the winter workout. A winter workout? Yes. What did that entail? What did, what did that? Thank you, Nikki Sombrero, <laughs> for giving me a microphone. I'm sitting here yelling across the... Uh, <laughs> this is great. Such a professional show I run uh, here. Uh, if this makes it to air, I'm going to be surprised. Oh, it's making it to air no matter what. We came here, and this is recording, so we're putting it on no matter what it sounds like. So It was it was, Opio, Daily Bread, The Works, Homemade Spaceship. Homemade Spaceship? Homemade Spaceship. <laughs> um, Bear Fuzz. What is this? Spaceship thing. What the is homemade this? spaceship? Were no, they good? To, he was all right. Oh, it's a he. It's a he. Oh, homemade it's a he. spaceship is a he. Yep. Okay. Uh, Gender identified as a his him. I thought he identified as a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and we actually we drove home on the same day as the uh, tragedy happened there in East Palestine. Oh no no. Yeah, it was that was about an hour and a half from where we were. That's not good at all. Um. So, what was that like? What? The, the driving? Dri- no, the, the Boston thing. I'm sorry. Oh. I keep, like, I, I shit bad people. I, I just blacked out and had a brain fart. Uh, so, Boston, on St. Paddy's Day. It, honestly, it wasn't that bad because I didn't drive into Boston. There was more traffic leaving Boston than there was coming in. Okay. And I wasn't, like, downtown. Like, right. Cambridge is over near, like, Harvard. And it was, oh. the streets were fairly quiet. A couple of the pubs were pretty packed, but it was uh, surprisingly um, not too bad. And I did something that I had never done before. And I got on the online, and I found this thing called Spot Hero. Have you ever heard of Spot Hero? Spot Hero? I don't Spot think so. Spot Hero is you can reserve a spark- parking spot. So, like, say you're going somewhere, and you're like, oh, my gosh, if you've got crazy parking anxiety like I do when you go somewhere... Some of the scariest thing is, where am I going to park? How much is the parking going to cost? Right. How far is the parking going to be till the thing that I'm going to? So they have this thing called Spot Hero where you can reserve a spot. It, You know, I, I wanted it from 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. It gives you a price. It gives you a picture. It gives you an address about where the parking is. You put in your information, and you go there, and your parking spot's all ready to go. Oh, wow. It was, uh, it was the best part. <laughs> I spent $14.95 to park about a half a mile away, and I knew exactly where I was going, and it made things so much easier because I'm, I'm used to going somewhere and going like, oh, man, where am I going to park? Especially if you go to a city, or even if you go to, like, like the week before I was at the Oakdale Theater. Right. And, you know, there it's a big arena. Yeah. And there's a parking area. And the general admission parking, you get there and you park, but at the end of the show, you got to think that it's going to take you about 30 minutes to an hour and a half to leave. Like any parking garage after an event at, say, right here at the, I would love to call it the Poughkeepsie Civic Center, or the Mid-Hudson Civic Mid-Hudson Center, but Civic now Center. it's got a name that I cannot pronounce. Yeah, I'm not sure what uh, to call it nowadays. Um, and since then, I no longer park in parking garages. No. <laughs> I, I will refuse. Marshall knows that I have a spot picked out when we go there. It's about three quarters of a mile away. Yeah, but it works because <laughs> it works get every out. time. Yep. Uh, you 
want to get out. It's 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 the best thing to do. So, uh, goddamn, Nikki Sombrero. Uh, there you go. Yeah, use that microphone because I'm not sure if this one's even like connecting half the time. So uh, it is. I can always hear you. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, how have you been? I know you just got back from uh, an excursion down to Florida. I know you don't want to talk about some of it, but how was your trip otherwise? It was good. I got to spend a lot of time with my cousin Keenan and um, my cute, her adorable little baby, who I consider my nephew, even though, you know, we're cousins. Right. Um, and uh, I got to spend some time with Jen. Oh, my Jenny Pooh. And uh, I did some magazine covers while I was down there for Jen's magazine. And uh, it was a, it was a see I'm doing the and uh thing. See? It's got to be a family. It's not just thing. me. It's a family trait. It's a I family trait. I gotta stop saying and uh. <laughs> uh it was it was a good time. I uh, put go. a lot of legwork into trying to get booked for a bunch of stuff this year, and it's it's definitely paying off. Good. Well, you got any projects you could talk about upcoming? That's. I mean, not anything new that I have not talked about already. I do have um, a project with Callan coming up sometime this summer. Okay. Um, Brigavelli's music video is going to be coming up sooner than later. Nice, nice. Gotta for get her back. new uh, single that's going to be dropping. Um, and there's still some movies for the summer that, you know, waiting for getting funded so So other than that that, yeah funding is the big (laughs) word so other than that uh there's like six weddings that i'm doing and a bunch of projects for historical societies that i have going on okay so i'll be running around per usual with a camera and then uh this summer i'm going to europe for two weeks so that'll be a whole. Uh, oh, here we got DJ Sizzle on the mic here, Nicole. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So I think today's right now is as good a time as any to do the magic of radio and break for one of Mikey's favorite uh, Beatles songs, and that would be Eleanor Rigby. So uh, magic of radio, everybody. Eleanor Rigby by the Beatles. Look at all the lonely Picks up the rice in the church where a wedding has been Lives in a dream, waits at the window Wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door Who is it for? All the lonely people Where do they all come from? All the lonely people Where do they all belong? Father Mackenzie, writing the words of a sermon that no one will hear. No one comes near, look at him working, donning his socks in the night when there's nobody there. What does he care, all the lonely people? Where do they all come from? All the lonely people, where do they all belong? Died in the church and was buried along with her name Nobody came, Father Mackenzie Wiping the dirt from his hands as he walks from the grave No one was saved, all the lonely people Where do they all come from? All the lonely people Where do they all belong? Could hide neath the wind 
can't reach. And we're back. There whoa, you go. Whoa. We gotta slow this down. Can't just keep coming back. Okay. We, don't, we have no idea what we're gonna talk you're about. Very, you're and very you're just gonna keep coming at me with, just gonna keep with, coming keep, back with, with, stuff. with silly uh, questions that I'm not gonna answer. <laughs> oh God, I hope so, this all comes out. I really do. <laughs> so when did you think that uh that you know for part of your show here the mole and friends show that uh that mike would actually come on and 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 he hadn't been doing these skits or bumps for a or long time for yeah. for quite some time quite a while um, and and marshall brought this man out of retirement per se to uh to to give a little podcast a chance I did. and and you know put put a little Put a little uh, popularity behind it. I had to get us a little uh, name um, and some some substance, and uh, Mikey sure did give us that with 40s man, and uh, he was very, very um, generous, I should say, for doing that for us coming on. He did not have to. I asked him very, very politely. I'm like, Mikey, do you need money to do this? And he was like, No, sir. He's like, I'm going to do this for fun, just to, you know, hang out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm very happy he did because we have had some very good 40s man moments on our show. We actually had, at the time, it was right around Oscar time, and Mike came on to do a very special 40s Oscar edition. He did. He most you know, certainly did. Which you could find that on, on, I do believe it's on the YouTube it, channel. It is very much on the YouTube channel, and it is on the website, on the Spotify audio version of it as well. Ah, um, yeah. My heart, uh, all the Mad Mike classics, you will find them under, um, because that's what I had to rename them when I put them up by that, because you can't do any new ones. So, <laughs> he would have laughed. Mikey would have laughed. So I <laughs> 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 uh, just made saying, um, Almost pass out, I think. Uh, so. Yeah. So, but anyway, we're gonna keep going. I'm gonna piece together a little show, if anything. We'll get an hour out of this. Um, so, <laughs> I'm looking around again, Zane, and uh, I'm seeing a, a bunch lot of, of Guinness signs. A lot of Guinness signs. A lot of old pictures of Mikey and his friends. We got pictures of him and some fans here. We got pictures of him and Zoles. We got, you know, pictures of him and oh, dude, oh, baby pictures of Mikey. We got, we got some baby pictures of Mike. Um, uh, this stuff will all be up on. Uh, by the way, there's a there's a site, and I'll put a link in the description of this show. Yeah, I gotta go get Marshall to go get his picture taken with uh, with a holographic. Oh, um, with a holographic Mikey. With a holographic Mad Mike. Oh, I gotta do that. Yeah. So we're gonna end up taking a break here in a few minutes, since we can do that, and then we'll come back and. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think, I think we should do this. Bit. Yeah. So uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break. Uh, I'm gonna play you another song on the way out here, and uh, this one's by another. You one didn't even have to tell groups. him we're taking a break. Because, I didn't, but we. I'm doing you know. it anyway just because I'm an honest man. And I'm going to play a song by the Monkees. Zane, I know you you got a song by the Monkees. He made a list because I asked him to. Just like our man, who I know Marshall thinks is one of the greatest Oh, isn't he in jail? Beings. Isn't he supposed to be in jail on Tuesday? He's not going to jail. Isn't nope. he supposed to turn himself yeah, in on Tuesday? It ain't going to happen. I think so. But a song by the Monkees with one of Mr. Troop's nope. superpowers. It's called... Words. <laughs> That's great. Okay. <laughs> Catch a wave and you're sitting on top of the world. Don't be afraid to drive the greatest sport around. Catch a wave. Catch a wave. So long Catch your way Catch your way
song is long so <laughs> we've been here for a couple minutes now anyway so nikki sombrero seemed to have found people that she knows hi <laughs> did i see a kwame did i see a kwame i did i did see a kwam that was awesome i i almost didn't oh okay i almost did not recognize him for a moment so we are seeing a lot of people here and uh this place is bumping today for the Mad Mike Memorial Fundraiser. Um, so, God, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things going on. I don't know. I'm struggling to find some things to talk about. I can hear me, but can you hear me? Nicole's having problems with earbuds. Zane's not even wearing his. He don't care. He's here. He's like, if it happens, it happens. I don't care. But, uh, so, I, I'm not even going to lie. I was supposed to have Hannah here. She was going to do a bunch of facts. And uh, I, something happened. It's about 9.30 now, 10 o'clock. What time is it? 9.30, 10 o'clock almost there? Yeah, seven hours ahead. So anyway, Hannah, if you're listening to this, um, good night. <laughs> uh, uh, Zane. <laughs> yes, Marshall. Do you have anything you want to talk about news-wise? I know you used to, you love the news and... Yeah, well, I you know this is this is uh for Mike here, so uh, I don't have a lot of stories about no, Mike no. because I really only met him through through the show on the studio. Yeah. I guess that is yeah. very true. But he came to my house once to do the show, very when, trustingly. On my yep, head. yep, came to my home. <laughs> you know, I had no idea who this guy really is at the time. Um, you know, he's sitting there and he is very knowledgeable about all music facts and very easy to talk to. His wife had baked cookies. I was high as a kite. <laughs> yes. And he was like, yo, so I got these cookies. Would you like them? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. I want some cookies. And I ate the cookies. But at the time, I had no idea that Mike actually was the uh, genius behind the yes. skits, which are known to this great region of ours as the Hudson Valley heroes. Yes. Yes, he is. Cone dropping man. Yeah. The guy on the back of the truck is that all he does is just drop the cones and then picks up the cones. <laughs> you know, can you play that one for us? I will. You know what? Right now, as a matter of fact. So this is Real Hudson Valley Heroes Cone Guy. Because <laughs> I can't remember the real name of it, but that, I know yeah, where it I is. Cone Guy. Real Hudson Valley Heroes. We'll be right back. Real Hudson Valley Heroes. Real Hudson Valley Heroes. We salute you, Mr. Road Cone Placement Engineer. Mr. Road Cone Placement Engineer. You landed yourself a swank job with the DOT just days before the pandemic hit. And now you dangle from the back of a pickup truck for eight hours a day. Working nine to five. You wear your card hearts with pride as you strategically arrange your orange dunce caps and endure the obscene insults and gestures of the frustrated drivers you are so gallantly trying to protect. Recipe for road rage! After your three-hour lunch break, you make another pass, replacing the pylons so recklessly knocked over by old ladies student drivers, and millennials on their cell phones. Make a left of the line. With your steel-toed boots giving you a confident stride, you pick up those cones faster than a Metallica Rodeon meth, prodding your foreman to pat you on the back and say, job well done, George. Your world is your bathroom. COVID-19 hasn't stopped you. Your windshield is your mask. Your rock salt is your hand sanitizer. And the virus you're concerned with is the one you downloaded from DirtyNurses.com. Ow! So we salute you, 
Mr. Road Cone Placement Engineer, your mocking paint, your reflective vest, and your bang box. You are a real Hudson Valley hero. The Colvin Brothers on Z93. And we're back. Thank you. That's, this song is like in the magical spot where we left it. This is great. I love Paul Simon, man. He's great. Uh, so... <laughs> I love this song. The video with Chevy Chase, I was just about to say. It's great. So uh, one more thing, uh, everybody, on the website, if you want to go to www.digitalzoneent.com, you can click on the merchandise link. And there is some special 40s man swag up on there. All the proceeds go to Little Miss Bryce. So please go on there, www.digitalzoneent.com order your 40s man swag i don't care if you order some of our stuff on the back end you should um but you know whatever it is what it is at least by that 40 man stuff there's like bags there's pennant baseball pennant might you love baseball so i made a 40s man baseball pennant that's up there there's uh t-shirts zane knows you have to wash them inside out right or else the hoodies will flake off yeah do not wash them right side in Right, and do it in cold water. Oh, who does their who does their laundry in hot water? Uh, I hope nobody. Like, who can afford that's what I'm to saying. do their laundry in warm water? That's insane. Unless you go to a laundromat, then that's a whole different story. But I even hear that now at, at laundromats it costs like five dollars to yeah. use a washing machine. Yes, it does. I'm glad I have my own. Zane's about to fall. <laughs> He's getting way too comfortable on top of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a story about Mr. Colvin. Oh, God. Well, let me tell you the first story about Mr. Colvin that I remember. Now, when when I was in college, I was on a tiny little radio station, and uh, I kind of got the bug because growing up, I was listening to a little show called Waking Up With The Wolf that was on WPDH at the time. Okay? Now there was a... A nice producer man on there who did a lot of voices and funny music. That was Mad Mike, if uh, you can't put two and two together, people. Uh, and so I always registered that in my head, you know, because I remembered him and uh, he was always always made me laugh. His character's always the best. I remember 40s man, stuck in my head uh, for obvious reasons down the road. But in college, I was like, I never had any, you know, inkling to go on the radio before I went to college. And then, you know, I just remember listening to the station one time on a break home. And Mikey was there, and, you know, I, I caught a 40s man clip again. I'm like, ah, oh, that's all right. It's like, ah, I, maybe I should take a shot at the radio. So then I was, went back to school. The boy Dave and I went down to the local, you know, the, the college station, and we got ourselves a show. It was really easy. He was a journalist major, so they were like, oh, you, news guy. You can be on the news. And then, you know, if you guys want to do an hour or so, whatever. Cool. So I did that. We, you know, we did What kind of news was reported? Oh, college news. No, no, a bunch of bullshit. Uh, you know, like um, what parties and stuff were going. We did, you know, just, you know, student-based news, like not the curriculum-based. We did, like... So who had the uh, the genital warts at the time? <laughs> who to avoid? Yeah, yeah. No, like we would announce, like, the shows going on at the, the theater like on campus. It seems like news fact. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, you know, we, we, we would announce shows like from comedian Gary Owen and stuff like that. And he'd come in on our radio station and do a whole bunch of stuff with the, the DJs. Um, that type of stuff. Like what, 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 what students were having parties, what, you know, shows were on later on the station, blah, blah, blah. That type of stuff. But we played a lot of insane clown posse music <laughs> because they didn't play that on our radio station. Uh, am I? Yeah, I know. It's weird. I can't tell. So, good thing to cut it anyway. I was blabbering. Anyway. I took out my earphones. Yeah, so he's like, I can't hear anything anyway. So, um, well, I can hear you just fine. Yeah, whether I'm recording or not, it's a whole different story. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, fast forward. I leave Morrisville, come home, and I need a job. So, I'm like, I'm working at the movie theater in Kingston. And this guy comes in, Dan Logan, who was doing the movie reviews for WPDH at the time and worked with Mike. He said, you need to call my friend Mike. You have a great voice. You should be in radio. I was on the radio. Yeah, because you had a face for radio. I do have a face for radio. I I went into that joke. He said, no, you're fine. He was was fine. Uh, But anyway, he sent me, gave me Mikey's number. I called him. I didn't expect anything of it. Left a message. About two weeks later, 
Um, uncomfortable silence. Uncomfortable we'll silence. Continue. And uh, <laughs> so what we're doing, I, so two weeks later, he, you know, I get a phone call, and, you know, he says, hey, this is uh, Mad Mike Colvin from WPDH. And I'm like, bullshit. And he's like, nope, really? And uh, so he's like, uh, I hear you looking for a job. I'm like, yep. Uh, he's like, well, uh, I got a job, but you uh, won't get paid. It's an internship. That's not a job. I'm like, that's, that's what I said. I'm like, well, sir, that is not labor. a job. Yes. I was like, well, sir, I'm, uh, that is not a job. I am actually uh, uh, looking for money, uh, you know, so. And he's like, well, I can get you this job to get your foot in the door. I'm like, great. Fine. I'll take it. So, three months of working as their intern for the morning show with Mikey got me a paid job as their producer. He did personally. Walked up to management was like, this kid needs a job. Because, you know, he couldn't afford not to. Well, I was perfectly happy, quite frankly, just going back and forth and being part of the morning show. You know what I mean? Like, I was I was on the air. Because it's not a job if it's you're enjoying a, it. It's not a job if you're enjoying it. And, uh, you know, so he, he took the bullet and he walked up to the management. He was like, this kid needs a job. Let's get him a job as our producer. Cause you heard it here. Mike took a bullet for our man. He took Marshall. a bullet because I did, gave them a lot of shit when I was working for him, honestly. I, I was, didn't know they were shooting. <laughs> They were shooting live rounds, all right? And uh, no, I, I put them through a lot of shit when I was working there, and Mikey saved my ass a couple of times. So I'm, I'm very – he'll always have a special place in my heart just for that alone. So that was a Mikey story, my first one anyway. That's a good story. Very good story. I could tell you a bunch of other ones, but we're trying to keep it positive. <laughs> we don't need to tell the, the – out party uh, stories from, you know, doing live events. That guy's got some titties. Yeah, you know, and then some. Uh, but that guy, that guy right there. Just say, here's, yeah, that was great. Oh, I love people. God, if you never come down to Mahoney's, come down to Mahoney's, even if it's not tonight. I guarantee you're going to see a lot of these same people. So why don't you, <laughs> why don't we keep this thing music heavy? I'm going to skip over to uh, another one of Mikey's favorite groups. That's the Beach Boys and uh, Zane. Do you have a Beach Boys song that you like? Yes. Yeah, it would have been great if you gave me two seconds. Oh, and I get, could take two seconds. You know you. me. I'm going to edit this stuff anyway, even if it doesn't work. It could be a bunch of, like, live garbled noise, and I'm still putting it up. Mm, I wouldn't do that. No, I'm not. I wouldn't put up a bunch of garbled I'm going to end up having to piece together a lot of stuff anyway, I can tell. Hold on. I put a whole list together. Oh, we did? That's awesome. Because you asked me to. I did. The one thing I didn't ask him was do is get headphones, apparently. Yep. I thought I did, but <laughs> I didn't. I asked Nicole. She didn't remember either. She doesn't have headphones. I know. She could have told me. Now I you said Beach him. Boys? Yes, I did, my friend. The Little Deuce Coop. Little Deuce Coop. All right. <laughs> All together at the Bad Mike Memorial Fundraiser at Mahoney's Irish Pub. Picture yourself in a boat on a river 
With tangerine trees and marmalade skies Somebody calls you, you answer quite slowly A girl with colliders go by We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. We go where we want to, do what we like to do. We don't have time to get restless, there's always something new. We'll be standing there Hey, hey, we're the monkeys And people say we monkey around But we're too busy singing To put anybody down What's
Welcome back, everybody, to the Mad Mike Memorial Fundraiser. I am Mole. This is Zane. Nikki Sombrero is over there. I'm, I'm getting Zane whispering in my ear. Hi. Say that again, Nikki. Say hi. There we go. Say hi. Hi. There we go. All right. And uh, Mahoney's Irish Pub down here in Poughkeepsie is fully loaded uh, to the hilt. We are listening to some good music. This is a tribute to my good friend, Mad Mike Colvin. And... Uh, He's really everybody's friend. There's basketball on the TV. Yes, there's basketball on the TV. There's pictures on the TV. Everybody seems happy. There's drinks. There's food. We're playing some good music. Do not uh, have the quesadilla. Do not. It's not worth it. Do not have the quesadilla. Do not have the quesadilla. It is is not worth it. Uh, And uh, let me get my Guinness out of here before it gets spilt. So, you know, we're here celebrating the life and times of Mr. Mad Mike Colvin. Uh, everything here is for a good cause. We are raising money for his daughter, his pride and joy, Bryce. She is such a cute little girl, very smart. She's been on the show numerous times. Uh, she was actually on our show too. Uh, yeah, she was on. She was on Mikey's very first interview he did with us as Mad as, as Mad Mike himself. Oh, that was a, you. You did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She was uh, very rambunctious then. Uh, he spent most of the interview telling her to please sit down, but it's fine. <laughs> He's uh, grown out of that a little bit, so that's good. Um, but yeah, we're here celebrating the life and times of uh, Mr. Man Mike Colvin. Uh, man, he meant very much to a lot of people around here. And uh, we're playing a lot of his good, you know, favorite music and bands that he played. We're playing on the show here uh, some Monkees, some Beatles, some uh, Beach Boys, and I'll probably throw in some other stuff. We got 40s man skits here, classic. We uh, we're, we put in some uh, real Hudson Valley heroes because he is the man who's oh, behind that. The Hudson Valley heroes are my favorite. The real Hudson Valley heroes is the way to go here. Everybody here knows real Hudson Valley heroes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so. Basically, today is we're just going to be uh, BSing bullshit. Nah, full disclosure, I was supposed to have Hannah here. Uh, the internet's not working great, and she... You don't need to tell them that. I do, because... No, I do. You know why? Because I chose to. We miss you, Hannah. Yeah, see? I did that mainly because I wanted to get that. We miss you, Hannah. We miss you. My bestie from Finland, over there. So, uh... Took my job, Hannah. <laughs> Took my job. Took my job as your bestie. <laughs> I don't get to come over and watch wrestling no more. I bet you do. I bet you're there every Wednesday night That's watching right. wrestling with Mole. <laughs> Just had our picture taken, and uh, I'm always awkward when that happens. I, I, I'm not a very good picture person. Uh, I should be because uh, I've We've been on stage We've got some great pictures together. We do. We do, actually. We've got some really good ones from We're going to go take our picture with Mad Mike Golden. Yes, yes, we are. They dug his ass up just to take pictures with him. <laughs> they set him up in a chair and everything right in the back. I don't like people taking my pictures. She likes to take people's pictures. But That's what I do for a living. See, and I like to take people's pictures when they don't know the picture is there. Right. Like you just to me where I look mad awkward. You look mad. No, it looks natural. I don't like posing for pictures. I do like group pictures though, like if you got a whole bunch of people together and you're like, hey, let's take one group picture, you know, I do like that. Yeah. Uh, But uh, speaking of pictures, there's a a very special picture of a 40s man that my daughter Lily drew that is uh, up for merchandise sales right now on the website in the store for proceeds go for Miss Bryce Colvin here. And uh, you can use a special promo code, MADMIKE, M-A-D-D-M-I-K-E, get yourself 10% off, whatever. 10% 10% off of, now are you selling the picture? Or? Selling everything with that picture on it. Oh, okay. Shirts, uh, baseball pennants, uh, all that good stuff. You know, uh, 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 stickers, die-cast magnets, all that good stuff. Where is this stuff? Online. There should have been stuff here. I can't order that. I'm broke. <laughs> I can make it, but I can't put it, I can't buy it. I can't. I bought one thing, cost me 60 bucks. Zane bought a sweater and it died. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> and I gave out a bunch of mugs for Christmas. Yes, he did, actually. All right, on the line, we have everybody's favorite time-traveling trash talker. This is 40s Man. How are you today, 40s? Hey, you rough runner. How are you? Hey, 40s Man, how you doing? Oh, 
I see you've dragged my sorry carcass back on the wireless once again in order to give you the what's more about the talking pitching. Oh, yes, sir. Well, it seems that old Oscar has left more than a few in Hollywood land feeling lower than the black box of a Ukrainian airliner. <laughs> Bobby De Niro has his tickets in his wits for being stuck. But it's not like there's a category for kicking like a girl in the first place. <laughs> I don't know about you two, but the last time I saw a footwork like that, Shirley Temple was upstaging Mr. Bojangles. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Even Tanya Harding was over and saying, oh, bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> and all apologies to Eddie Murphy, but the only way you'll ever earn a piece of hardware is if you pick up another tranny on the FDR. <laughs> oh, shit. And the less said about that Elton John train wreck, the better. <laughs> if I want to see a flick about a flamboyant ivory tickler in outlandish outfits and an eye for the fellas, I sure as Shinola ain't looking for Rocket Man. I'm taking my best gal to see Liberace. <laughs> <laughs> but it ain't just the boys crabbing about the Academy Awards. How's about the star of Hustlers, J-Lo? During the war, if someone yelled J-Lo, it usually meant that a kamikaze was heading right for you. <laughs> the closest joke. The closest Jennifer Lopez will ever get to an Oscar is if A-Rod knocks her up and gives that name to their boy. Oh, no. <laughs> and don't get me started on Greta Gerwig not getting the best director not for little women. Where I come from, the only thing abroad should be directing is traffic. <laughs> <laughs> and I realize Renee Zellweger knocked it out of the park as Judy Garland, but apparently disaster porn isn't an official category. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> And sorry, kiddies, but Frozen 2 didn't show up anywhere near the animated nomination. Oh. That's a lot of alliteration for anxious anxious. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me one iota if Olaf gets taken down by the whole Me Too movement. <laughs> hey, Anna, I need you to take five on account of it's Elsa's turn to run the snowblower. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, and before I forget, Adam Sandler, not a nominee. Oh. You know, it was different in my day. Betty Davis and Joan Crawford got left out from Oscar time constantly, but they'd handled it the old-fashioned way, by taking it out on their kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 40s man, boy, and I got a brand. Thank you, oh, 40s thank man. you. All right, on the line, we have everybody's favorite time-traveling trash talker. This is 40s man. Hey, you potato head. What's going on, 40s man? It's been too long. It has indeed. I see you've dragged my sorry carcass back on the wireless once again in order to give you the what for on the talking pictures. Oh, yes, sir. Well, it seems it only took 50 years for Judy Carlin's rotten gin riddled corpse to finally light up the big screen again. Uppers and downers and oohs, oh my. <laughs> the tin man had no heart. The scarecrow, no brain. And Judy had no willpower. Oh, man. Never met a substance she didn't abuse, whether it was a powder, a pill, a liquid, or Liza Minnelli. Oh. Even the great Mickey Rooney knew better than to tango with this broad. Sure, they pose with milkshakes for the press, but in reality, the studio wouldn't let Judy and Ear anything with more calories than a glass of water and a phenobarbital. Oh. <laughs> I tell you, there was nothing doing. Why, she went through husbands quicker than FDR's wheelchair went through tires. <laughs> they followed the yellow brick road, all right. Turned out it was paved with Judy's ulcerated liver. Oh, oh, and when she wasn't busy saying, I do, Judy was trying to orchestrate another way to just plain end it all. Why, Judy Garland tried to take herself out so many times that the Japs tried to recruit her for the kamikaze. <laughs> Talk about killing two birds with one stone. You've all seen that fella hang himself in the background of that scene in The Wizard of Oz? Turns out it was just Halloween and he went as Judy Garland. <laughs> and somewhere along the way, the former Miss Ethel Gum became an icon for the city. Why, in my day, if you heard a fella tell you he was a friend of Dorothy, he sure as shooting wasn't going to hassle you over your best gal. <laughs> and what's more, he might come in handy should you ever need an expert in hospital corners. So all in all, this biopic is a fairly accurate portrayal of what many consider to be fame's first of many casualties. Why this particular depiction of the golden age of casting couches was enough to make Harvey Weinstein say, Oh, that's a little too far right there. Oh, you didn't go there for you, man, did you? Sure I did. Now come to think of it, 
these Hollywood honchos miss a great opportunity in never ever casting Judy Garland as Snow White. <laughs> why you ask? Oh, because yes. she. Why? Because she was the best example there ever was of a high home. <laughs> I'm 40s man, boys, and I got a brand. Thank you, 40s man. Hey, you whippoorwills, go to the YouTube channel and like and share and subscribe. Website www.digitalzoneinc.com. On social media, Zent and Molin Zane Podcast of Raymond Randomness. On Twitter, Digital Zone Inc. And I'll be on once a month. I'm 40s man, kid, and I got a scram. All right, on the line, we have everybody's favorite time-traveling trash talker. This is 40s Man. How are you today, 40s? Hey, you whippoorwills. Hey, 40s, how you been? So, I see you've dragged my sorry carcass back on the wireless once again in order to give you the what for for the talking pictures. Oh, you're a superstar around these parts. But I've been quarantined on a passenger ship just two clicks from where Uncle Sam ordered me to take out Charlie at any cost. <laughs> there I was, on the Lido deck, getting some much-needed R&R at the tender hands of suck one nut. <laughs> when all of a sudden, Isaac the bartender starts flapping his gums about the coronavirus. Why, <laughs> the last time anyone saw such a fuss, General So-and-so was handing out those nice wool blankets to that long-since-forgotten Indian tribe. Circa in the 1773. Oh. <laughs> Wiped him out like a helicopter flying in a dense fog, he did. <laughs> oh! With me all locked up like Papillon on the floating version of the Orient Express, I had only one flick to watch for 14 straight days. Oh, oh no. What was that? By the time I was done viewing Parasite upwards of 168 <laughs> times, even my eyes started to resemble flying saucers. <laughs> but it was easy to see why the Pride of Koreatown was the first foreign film to take home the best picture hardware in the whole sordid history of the Academy. Parasite is about a family of Korean con artists who weasel their way into the most prominent home in town only to have everything go completely awry with casualties on both sides and repercussions rippling throughout the community for years. Sounds like a Why winner. Just like was made in America, they'd have called it Trump. <laughs> and speaking of that melon-headed gas bag, the Donald has the distinct pleasure of appearing as himself in that Me Too propaganda picture, Bombshell. <laughs> now, in my day, the term bombshell meant a different thing entirely. So instead of two quality hours staring at Jane Mansfield's serial soakers, I was forced to endure more blondes than a Hitler Youth reunion, but not a single frame of T or A. <laughs> Why Roger Ailes is turning over in his urn with all the strange he's not getting in this place. It's like watching a stag film with Helen Keller. What are they going to do with the eventual Harvey Weinstein biopic? Show him getting boils, lands in between installments of Project Runway? <laughs> Reading the Sunday comics while winnowing the cast of Shakespeare in Love? Chance <laughs> with who brought you, I say. <laughs> if your subject was given the Hester Prynne treatment for having his employees suck for their supper, then show that for crying out loud. <laughs> Otherwise, you're better off just joining me in Yokohama on that floating petri dish while the bodies wait on the shuffleboard deck for the army of 12 monkeys to cart them off to greener pastures. <laughs> Bowie! <laughs> I'm 40s man, boys, and I got a friend. Oh, <laughs> 40s, 40s man, always a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I hope you get off that ship soon. Hey, you numbskulls, this is 40s Man, letting you know that Molin James' podcast of Rambling Randomness can be found on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. on the line we have everybody's favorite time traveling trash talker this is 40s man how are you today 40s say you dime store santas how are you i'm just well of course i see that you've dragged my sorry cactus back on the wireless once again in order to give you the what for in the talking pictures i should be down at the sow ringing the bell for zuzu pedals don't you know <laughs> i don't get a blood nickel for this racket <laughs> this holiday season rather than remaking a wonderful life with invalids transvestites and people of color 
the Hollywood Brain Trust has decided to let the cats out of the bag. Now, in my day, the cowardly lion would just slip into his costume, get smeared with orange makeup, and wait for his clothes up. But not here in these trying times. Nope, the modern-day Cecil B. DeMille are using a gimmick they call CGI. Now, the only time I ever encountered that term was while I was stationed in Guadalcanal in 42. There I was, in the supply tent that doubled as a bordello. And I asked one of the senior leaders if she'd like me to drop my trousers. She just whispered in my ear, B-G-I. <laughs> so, long story short, is that CGI makes you see things that aren't there. Where, where, where I come from, seeing things that aren't there got you tossed in the rubber room quicker than the oldest Kennedy sister after one too many Helen Keller impressions. <laughs> the only cats I want to see on the silver screen are named Sylvester, Tom, and Felix. <laughs> These here cats are about as welcome as an SPCA in Chinatown. <laughs> oh, no. Word to the wise from my pal Hopstein. Stay away from the Miao Shu Pork. <laughs> Another flick that's getting attention for all the wrong reasons is The Irishman, starring Bobby De Niro and three other corpses. <laughs> Why, they layered so much of that CGI malarkey on Al Pacino's mug that Jimmy Hoffa himself came out of hiding just to give Marty Scorsese a Dutch oven. <laughs> Joe Pesci was so unrecognizable at times that Yoda tried to sue for defamation of character. <laughs> Whatever happened to the good old days when Ebenezer Scrooge would put the screws to Bob Cratchit, get the Jesus scared out of him by ghosts, and then winds up sharing a turkey leg with the crippled kid. Now there was the picture. <laughs> I'm 40s man, boys. And I got a scram. <laughs> Thank you so much, 40s man. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the line, it's everybody's favorite time-traveling trash talker from times gone by. This is 40s man. Say, you numbskull. How are you today, 40s man? Why, I see you've dragged me back in here to offer my P's and Q's on the talking pictures. Well, it seems the dimwits who make up Hollywood land these days can't get their heads out of their circuses long enough to come up with an original idea so the unwashed masses are being treated to get another Star Wars feature. <laughs> we needed that like Kennedy needed another hole in his head. <laughs> now, before everybody gets their knickers in a twist, don't worry. They haven't dug up Perry Fish's coke-riddled corpse for close-ups in a contact high. <laughs> it's actually worse. They found the car wash Mark Hamill has called home since the Reagan era and offer him three hots in the car to star in The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> when I first played the title, I thought it was an ad campaign for those new over-the-counter boner pills you can now grab at your friendly neighborhood apothecary. <laughs> what say you, Mr. Willoughby? My tingling won't don, so let me get a pack of camels and a sixer of those rising Skywalker pills. Four hours, you say? Why, let me try these out on the McGuire sisters. <laughs> so yeah, George Lucas couldn't get the rights to Hamilton, so he's pumping out more of his grudge for the four nerds from Stranger Things than a Yugoslavian and paraplegic whose only legible words are Boba Fett. Why, in my day, if anyone utters the phrase Star Wars, it usually meant that Bay Ray got cold cocked by Hedy Lamar at the Copa again. I'm sorry, but dragging around a character for four decades can't do anyone a lick of good. Who wants to see Betty Boop with age spots? Buckwheat with eight kids and yellow jaundice. Dick Clark with, oh wait, bad example. <laughs> and just how long are these Star Wars supposed to last anyway? Over 40 years, for crying out loud? <laughs> I spent only 40 days in the Battle of the Bulls and still can't bear the smell of sauerkraut. <laughs> no, not the garnish. I'm referring to the decaying flesh of a pile of Jerry's who picked the wrong day to recruit a new tuba player for the Oompapa band. <laughs> And don't get me started on what I did to Heidi. <laughs> so, long story short, you want to see a tired old fat guy chasing around a hologram? This and Jabberwocky, have at it. It's your dime. <laughs> as far as this reporter is concerned, I'd much rather watch the trials and travails of another hairy old witbag who can't keep off the phone with the commies. <laughs> and not for nothing, where the hell is Jar Jar Binks? Now that fella had some boxing. <laughs> I'm 40s man, boy, and I got it a brand. <laughs> Thank you, 40s man. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs>